Peace, family. Welcome to another episode of the Trust the Process podcast. My name is Jocelyn Renee, and you can think of me as your digital lactician. I'm so excited because tonight I have two amazing people here, one of which I've had the pleasure to have my hands in her locks. Uh, so I am super excited to be here with you. Um, for another episode if this is your first time joining the podcast and you're watching live press a one in the chat and if you've been here before press a seven because this is our seventh episode of trust the process i'm so excited we're like keeping it going so without further ado i would like to bring uh, marquita kita for short and latanja to the podcast welcome hey. Hello. Thank you. Hello. I'm so happy that you are both here with me. Um, Kita, could you first start us off and let us know how long you've had your locks and uh, what brought how what brought you to the journey, where you are, and how long you've had your locks? Okay. Um, <laughs> so thanks for having me. Um, let's see. I'll start with um, what brought me to the journey. I think I'm trying to remember. I had my son in 2018 and I had been natural before that for 10 years. Um, and I remember just like always having it in a bun and just not really having motivation to really do my hair. And after I had my son, I was kind of like, okay, like I need something that's easier. I know I don't want to relax my hair. I don't want to straighten it. I want to stay natural. What can I do? And I started like looking on Pinterest for like all these locks styles and like inspiration. And I just saw like all these beautiful women with these gorgeous locks, like all different lengths and sizes. And it just got me like really hype. And I told my husband, I was like, I'm gonna lock my hair. <laughs> so my husband was, I mean, my son was four months when I locked my hair. Um, and I've been excited ever since. Um, so yeah, that was about four years ago. It'll be five years in July. And I know that's coming up Yeah, yeah. Did, was there another question? Yeah, where are you located? Where are you residing oh, now? I am in Delaware. Okay, I'm in so Delaware, up the street, up the street. Yeah. Thank you for sharing, Latanja. Could you share with us where you are, how long you had your locks, and what brought you to the journey? Well, I am in. Uh, Sunny Florida, St. Petersburg, Florida, to be exact. And I have had my locks about three years. It'll be four years in October. And what brought me to the journey was religious or a spiritual, I want to say, reason. And then my husband and my daughter um, kept asking me, come on, lock up, lock up. And I was natural for about six or seven years. And I'm like, no, I don't want to do that. You can't do no styles with it. Well, as you can see. Right. <laughs> so we've learned. I say, you can't do no <laughs> Yeah, I say, you can't do no styles with locks. They just lay down. And and then I work with my husband and he does um, home interior. So he can do the in from the inside to the outside of the house. Nice. So I was doing that with him and I didn't have time to do my hair. 
So uh, I went to go visit my daughter for my birthday and I just told her to do me a two strand twist and it'll, it, and here's the after effect. Wow, look at that. I think it's so amazing <laughs> that both of you came into the journey from like, I don't got time to do my hair. Like, I'm just, locks has to be it. So was that a, uh, what other kind of myths or misconceptions that did you hold before you started your locks that kind of were like shattered when you, since you started and since you've been locked? Yeah, I immediately immediately think about um, when I thought that locks weren't professional. I work in corporate America, so I went through that so-called ugly stage, which is not an ugly stage, but I went through that whole stage where you you know it's frizzy and everything, and um, feeling self-conscious, but. Honestly, they're beautiful. Like I look back on pictures now and I'm just like, they were so pretty. <laughs> but um, thinking that they're unprofessional. They're yeah, not. yeah. And another misconception was um, like Latanja said about um, you can't do styles. Like their locks are so versatile. So I've done tons of styles and yeah, that was a myth. <laughs> the unprofessionalism with locks and um, not styling. Those are really, really common ones. Latanja, what right, about you? Right. Did you have any other things that you thought about locks that it's not true now that you have them? Well, I, one was, okay, is your hair's matted up? It, like she was saying, people think it's not professional. And then the hurtful thing is like when you go tell your parent, I'm going to lock up. Why are you doing that? They are so ugly. They don't look professional. And it's like, I thought you was my ride or die chick. And right. it's like, okay, you have to, who are you doing this for? Are you doing it for yourself? Or are you doing it to please other people? Mm -hmm. And I had to become one with myself. This is something I want to do. Regardless of how someone else feels about it, that's their opinion. But long as I like it and I'm loving it, that's all that matters. Yep. So very true. And Latanja, I know you said that you began the journey for more of a spiritual reason. Um, what is one of the lessons that sticks out for you since having locks that you learned through the journey so far? It It makes me... Uh, go back to heritage, where you came from. We know we wasn't going around with straight permed hair. Uh, we know this is a conception coming from society saying that, oh, you need to straighten your hair or you need to do this to your hair and this is accepted. Where locks for a while, it was like, oh, uh, no, you can't come in here with that. And it was like one of the girls you had on before that's like, yeah, but y'all come in here with this blue hair. So uh, when I come in here with my locks, don't, don't, don't judge me. Yeah, very true. Um, Kita, have you had any experiences with your locks? Like, because you started right after having a baby. Mm -hmm. Did you experience any of those uh, like postpartum 
shedding or oh my gosh yes. issues then yes <laughs> So um, it, it started a little before I started my locks, um, but you can kind of tell like even now, like uh, around the edges, um, like I don't have the thin spots anymore, but you can see like at the bottom of my lock where it's older, where it's like a little thinner, where, you know, and then it gets thicker. So, yeah, I did go through that. Um, but, you know, when the hair started coming in, it just went into the lock and they got thicker around the edges, so. So you you said you started, you had you started your locks four months after you had your son, mm -hmm. which postpartum tends to start around three to seven months after mm -hmm. you have the baby. Knowing what you know now, would you have started your locks when you started them or would you have waited or would you have started earlier? Um, I think I started when I was supposed to. Okay. Yeah, I don't I don't regret um, starting them when I did. And it just I kind of like it because it, when I look at it, it reminds me of that time. Um, yeah. So I don't look at it as a negative thing. I just embrace it and all yeah. the differences. Yeah, that's beautiful. I feel like, Latanja, you said something really important about how locks remind you of your heritage and they um, have meaning to them. Uh, what story do you feel like your locks tell? Like when other people see you, what do, they, what, what do you want them to, I guess, assume? It's for lack of a better word. Um, uh, people at my job have asked me, oh, what, why did you get locks? I was like, I first said, oh, because I didn't want to do my hair. But it's like, no, it's because I want other people or other cultures to see my culture other than just my skin. See it in my hair, see it in the way I act, the way I portray myself other than as Martin Luther King would say, judging me by the character, the color of my skin. That doesn't just tell me, my hair tells a story. And if you just look back, you will see that story. And I don't have to wait till February for you to see my story. I can show you my story 365 a year. That's right. Absolutely. Absolutely. Ooh, I love that. Um, and when y'all are both years into the journey, right? You have three years, four years. What does care? look like for your hair? What does it look like to um, support that journey, support that story that's in your hair? Um, for me, so Jocelyn, you know this, I have separate dermatitis, so I have to wash my hair weekly, but it's, I thought that it would be more of a, of a chore, but it's really not bad. Like now it's pretty much, I wash my hair once a week. Um, and I'll sit under the dryer. I only retwist it maybe like every six or seven weeks. Um, but it's like really simple. I don't really do too much. I might spray it um, once or twice a week, put oil in it once or twice a week. <laughs> and that's about it. Sleep with my bonnet on. Like it's so simple. I don't have to really do too much throughout the week. And you have a color. We, we, I do. We, we're gonna have to come back to this one. Yeah. 
<laughs> well, Tanja, what about you? What is what is your care your care routine look like? Um, I kind of retwist my hair every six six weeks, six in between six and eight weeks. I kind of let it go and let it do what it wants to do, and then when I want to say, "Okay, you've been wild long enough," let me tame you a little bit for a little while. And then I'll let you back out to play. Um, I wash and I'm using your products and I can't wait for the shampoo. Thank you. It's coming. Y'all see the label on the Coming. Here. <laughs> yeah. So, um, and I uh, started my husband on it because I did his lock. So I typically retwist his hair myself. So we DIY. DIY. I love that doing your hair. You gotta do the husband's hair. And you keep it simple. I see you have a styling. Do you style often, Latonja? Since you said styles wasn't a thing before, and now you got style. <laughs> <laughs> well, I go to someone to get it okay. styled. Oh, okay. Uh because I'm I'm not the styler when it comes to doing my own hair. But I'm learning how to barrel twist my husband's hair so I can give him different looks other than just having it down. Because of the work he does, he needs it out of his face. Yeah. So you go to somebody else to get his style. Do you go there frequently or that's kind of like a treat every now and then? I basically, honestly, I basically do his hair. My hair, I go let someone else do. But I'm really okay. looking for someone more holistic mm, yeah. into the natural more so. But I take your products to them to use. Well, thank you for that. What do you notice about the way they were caring for your hair before you bought products? Um, they were basically using the stuff that you would use in loose natural hair. And I'm like, that's not for my hair. Yeah. Would you be offended if I brought in the products that I use on my hair? And she was like, no, not at all. You bring it in, I use it. I have no problem with that. And then I asked her about the um, detox. And she said, um, apple cider vinegar and um, something else that you had said, and I can't remember now. And I said, okay, you won't be detoxing my hair. That's a no-no. <laughs> yes. Um, I, I, I was waiting. I was like, apple cider and what? Oh, my goodness. Right. Probably thinking so yeah. That. Mm -mm. I said, no, that, that's okay. <laughs> well, that's, that's good. But, yeah. I'm glad that you know. I'm glad that you know and you're conscientious of what care you need for your hair and you're making sure the person that's taking care of your hair or styling your hair is actually taking care of it. Now, Marquita, mm -hmm. I'm sorry. It's okay. You got, you got some color in your hair yes. and you say you keep it simple. How has having color changed your regimen, if at all? Um, not too much. Um, I also use your products and I remember you telling me to spray um, a leave-in conditioner in after I wash my hair. So I do that and I really like concentrate it on the color part. Okay, color part. Um, yeah. And then 
I use the herbal um, conditioner. Mm -hmm. So that really helps to keep my hair soft. But when I shampoo, I um, also use like a moisturizing shampoo. Yeah. And that helps it also. I haven't really noticed that um, my hair is like any drier where it's colored. And I don't know if that's because I had it professionally colored by you. <laughs> but it's not, I don't notice like any damage or any issues with dryness or anything like that. I just try to like follow your advice and it's been fine. It's been good. I love that you're able to keep it simple. Um, even with having a scalp condition, um, could you share a little bit of how you came to find out you had cerebral dermatitis? And um, did you know that before you started your locks? Yes. So I knew that um, maybe 20 years ago. And it was when wow. I had like, yeah, I think I was, I forget how old I was, but um I remember like just having like intense itching, lots of dandruff or, you know, just what I thought was regular dandruff, but I didn't understand because I was washing my hair like often and it would just get like really red and intense itching. And I remember I went to a dermatologist. This is when I lived in Pennsylvania. Um, and they told me then that I had that. So I always knew and I think that that's kind of what also led me to go natural the first time. Um, so yeah, I went natural, I think in 2010 and it kind of just made me just having like the dermatitis and stuff just made me not want to do relaxers anymore. So yeah, it kind of like pushed me to where I am now because I just had like all those scalp conditions and stuff. So yeah, you wanted to care, take better care of your scalp and, or yeah. not make it trigger it, I guess, right. if you will. Mm -hmm. um, when you went to start your locks, did you start them yourself or you went someplace? I was scared. <laughs> I went somewhere. <laughs> I hadn't professionally started. Plus, I didn't know. So I knew I wanted them to be like a certain size. And I kept reading that how you part your hair determines like the size of your locks. So I didn't want to mess that up. Um, and I also wanted to start with foils, and I didn't know how to do that either. So yeah, I got them professionally started. Did uh, was the conversation about your scalp brought up before you started your locks, or you just kind of sadly just no. went in? <laughs> so, just went in. <laughs> so how was the beginning <laughs> stages when you first started? You could go it back was, to this. Oh my god, it was rough because I really don't feel like I had the tools to I didn't really even though like I researched and everything, I still didn't have like the knowledge and I know a lot of times people oh tell um people when they're starting their locks you can't wash your hair and all that stuff and and I was under that mindset. So I think um, when I washed my hair for the first time, I was like four or five weeks in, and my scalp's not used to that. Yeah, I'm sure your scalp was mad. <laughs> very mad, very angry. <laughs> and I remember just trying to like take, um, what is it, like cotton balls with like witch hazel and like try to, my scalp was like, no, we need you try it. Shampoo. Yes. <laughs> 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 so Latanja, can do you can you think back to when you started your lock journey? When in the beginning, what method did you use to start? 
And um, how, how did it go? Well, I, like I said, I had my daughter two strand twisted. So we kind of like did the block method mm -hmm. when she twisted. And as it started to mature, I, you got the buds and then my hair is sort of like yours. It's very frizzy. And I kept telling my husband, I'm going to cut this off and I'm going to maybe start again. And he's like, no, just, just go with it. I'm like, you know, I don't do this frizzy stuff. <laughs> so it, it, it was just like, and then the buds. So I had to learn to, to grow and learn. And like you say, just deal with the process, just embrace the process it's gonna come out right and then you people start saying oh i love your your hair i like your hair your dress are real pretty and i'm saying they are okay if you say so but they look real wild to me right now <laughs> yeah because they were very untangly yeah especially if you have fine hair that likes to frizz it's woo out of control <laughs> Um, so, so you're, you got your care routine, which is pretty simple for, for the most part. Um, you're styling, you have some color. If you could, um, think back to, um, when you started your journey and offer words of encouragement to somebody else, consider, consider considering starting locks. Um, what advice would you give to them? Well, I would say find out what your true why, because you have to have a why to start anything. So what's your true reason for starting locks and make it so that it's something that you want to do, not doing it because someone else is doing it, because then you're going to be judging your hair to look like theirs and it's not. And um, just embrace the growth, embrace the frizz, embrace the budding, and just go with it because there are going to be times where you're going to want to cut it. But just give it that I'm going to give it a little bit more time or I can get a little spiritual on you. It's like the minute you go to cut it, you gonna miss your blessing. Leave it alone and let it do what it do. I love that. Words of wisdom right there. Mm -hmm. um, to answer that question, I think I would say to enjoy where you are in the journey at every point. Like I remember in the beginning just being so impatient, wanting to have locks down my back and oh my God, how long is it going to take till I <laughs> have bra strap length and waist length? And I was just like <laughs> going crazy. So just enjoy where you are um, every step of the way. Like I, Like now I can look back at pictures that first six months, that first year and really appreciate and I, I look back and I'm like, I did it. Like I started these from scratch and now look where I am now. Like, it's just amazing to see how your hair transforms and just appreciate where you are, I would say. 
Yes, definitely. And everyone is, is in the comments mm -hmm. saying they love your shirt, Kita. Oh, yeah. Could you share where you got <laughs> that from? Yes. Um, I got this shirt from legendaryroots.com. Um, roots is spelled with a Z instead of an S R O R O O T Z. So legendary roots with a Z. And the shirt for all those that are listening, it's unlearn that S H O T. Uh huh. <laughs> <laughs> I thought this would be appropriate to wear today because a lot Surely. of unlearning I had to do, you know, to get here. Right, and here you are. Still mm -hmm. growing, still thriving, and trusting the process. Yes. Uh, I truly appreciate both of you being here. I appreciate you sharing you part of your journey. Um, Thank you. Dropping the words of wisdom with us today. Um, it's much needed, much needed. So with that being said, I hope that you will come back when your locks are down your back. <laughs> <laughs> And share a little bit more of your journey with us. But for now, um, we have to say goodbye. So thank you, thank you. Thank you. No, thank you Bye, for everyone. having us. Bye. Of Peace. And y'all, I hope this was insightful. Like, remember your why. Start where you are. Even if you have a scalp condition, you can start locks. If you aspire to have color, if you aspire to style your hair, you can see that you can do that. Locks are versatile. And um, if there's one thing I learned from that conversation today, it's that you have to trust the process. Just go for it, all right? So thank you so much for listening. If you would like to be a guest on the Trust the Process podcast, right down below, if you're watching on YouTube, down below in the description box, you will find a link to um, submit your requests to be on the podcast. I'd love to have you here to share your journey. Hopefully you drank all of your water throughout this episode. And as you heard the Crown Elements shampoo is releasing very soon. I put a sneak peek on the Instagram page. So head over to Crown Elements on Instagram. See what, what's coming soon to a package near you. And make sure you are on our VIP list. All right. Because I have something special coming. This is your warning. All right. Thank you so much for joining me. Truly appreciate you. And I am grateful for your presence. As always, I'm wishing you peace, love, and goodbye.